Read, read, read. Hey everybody, this is Brian Lopez and welcome back to another episode of Spill the Page. Here I am again, as promised, another day. And no, it's not Friday, it is Saturday. But I am excited to bring this next book that I just read. Now, I know this book has been out for a while, but I've been wanting to read it that long and I finally did. And I was just, wow, wow, wow. Yes, the title is Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. I've been reading the reviews just beforehand, before I get started. I've been reading the reviews just to offhandedly, I'm not a book critic. I just read books. I'm not putting down book critics because I know they've, they've studied, they've been doing this for years. And no means to put down book critics. But sometimes some of them are like really cruel, really harsh. I was pretty good in English. Well, I guess you can call it composition. And, you know, I do grammar and I think I was good at sentence structuring. I was pretty good at that. But some of the reviews I read, I think that's the standpoint where some of these critics were going at. I saw it in a completely different perspective. I guess if the wording is not articulate, if it's not the critique, the critique of it all, I guess it's more um, structured, I should say. Because like I said, some of those reviews are like really harsh. I was like, what, what book were they reading? If anything, I found this book to be inspirational. You can agree with me, you can disagree with me, but that's that's my point of view. That That's the perspective I saw as inspirational. Now, this was Delia's first book. She has collaborated with other authors on other books, but this was her first novel. And I have to say, she did a really good job of writing this book, especially about all the details of the ecosystem and, and just all of it in there. It, it really came together really well. Okay, so let me just picture it's about this girl and this journey. Her name is Kaya. Kaya basically practically raised herself from a little girl all the way up to to adulthood. I mean, you think about a little girl trying to survive on her own, she figured out a way to do it. And I think that's what a lot of, you know, you think about being an adult, it's like, yeah, you have to survive. And sure enough, she did from a little girl all the way up to adulthood. And it's like, wow, how do you the situations, the scenarios she went through. And I was like, oh my gosh, she survived. She survived because she had to, and she did it. And I tell you, she ate those grits. I mean, because every time you hear her, she'd make grits. I mean, that's basically was her, when she was little, her soul, mostly what she ate until she got older, of course. But you know, that's, she had to survive and other things were thrown in there. But mostly what I read was grits. She did what she had to do. I mean, hey, she, she was a little girl on her own, surviving. And you keep asking, you're probably wondering, why was she by herself? You'll have to read that part. I won't, I'll leave that part out. And that situation was sad, too, about her family, of course. But here she is, carrying on through life. Like I said, carefree, no real adult supervision, you know, around. And she just made it on her own. She didn't have a formal education. Yeah, she did not have a formal education. But as she got into her teenage years, she did meet one of her brother's friends, Tate. Now, here's a specific um, scene right here. Where I'm, he brought her books. He went to school and bring her books to, for her to read. Now, mind you, all that time she got away with not reading anything, but she she gathered things. She collected items you know oh wait i forgot to say she lived near a marsh that's what it was that was her whole playground basically was by the marsh by the by the water so she just all those years she's just collecting different things shells drawing birds plants the whole you know basically cataloging all these different items all those years before she learned to read so tate decided one day he goes i'm gonna teach you how to read 
I've always said reading is knowledge. Reading is power. I can't imagine myself not being able to read, especially reading books. So when she finally started reading, she finally got the hang of it. She's like, hey, I didn't know this man said that. It just opened a completely different world for her. And she just, her mind just filled with all this knowledge from all the books that Tate brought her. And after that, she just started jotting down, writing down things, you know, from all everything that she's seen all those years. And even afterwards, she's kept doing it. She kept just absorbing everything. And yeah, there was a few people that did help her on the way just to make sure she got fed, she got clothed. That's what happens when people, they, they see saying, you know, I want to help. Those are the people that really you appreciate. And she did. Another scene that I remember, she went, she went to town. She had forgot what it was. She had to go to the store. That's what it was. And it's when she went to town, you know, everybody was looking at her. They called her the Marsh Girl and they gave her a name. They called her the Marsh Girl. Of course, you got everybody in their well-to-do dress. You know, everybody's all combed and polished, you know, dressing nice. Here you see Kaya, you know, dressed in her clothes and hardly fit and barefoot. And just they look at her like an outcast. I mean, how do you look at a child like that and just see her as an outcast? She's a little girl. And you don't think that didn't hurt her feelings? I would imagine one of the grown-ups would say, hey, do you, do you need something? Are you hungry? You know, you look at a child like that, it's just... But no, they just turned the other way, took their kids away from her because she was dirty. And I was like, wow, a lot of nerve. But like I said, they treated her as an outcast. And that, that's why majority of the time she lived by herself. She didn't want to have to deal with all that. And I don't blame her. Of course, as the years went by and more time she spent with Tate, you know, they just started developing, developing a love interest. He did like her and she did like him back. But I think the thing with her fear is uh, it was... Of him leaving out, I guess leaving, going away, I, you know, after everything's going so good that he had to leave. That was her biggest fear. Of course, when she did go to town, she did notice this group of a group of friends that always hung out together. And she gave them nicknames. There was one in particular guy. His name was Chase. You can say he was the popular kid. He was a you know all around American boy. His parents owned, I think, what was it, a Western Auto, a hardware store. Everybody looked at him because, like I said, he was the all-American, all-American boy. Of course, one day he he came to, let's see, what was it? She was walking on the beach. He came around with his bow, and that's when he just happened to see her. So eventually he came around, started liking her. Of course, she fell for him. After, and I will tell you this, Tate did eventually, but he left for go to college, to university, because he got a really good deal out of it. But that that's... That was the moment Kaya was afraid of. So they started, you know, dating, basically. I'm not going to tell you what happens because, like I said, you have to read this book if you haven't read it. There was a murder involved. I'm not even going to say who was murdered. Another thing happened to Kaya, a big opportunity that came here from a publishing company, you know, wanting to, to offer her, because it was drawings of everything she's done over the years, like the collection, the categories. They offered her to do a book. I'll tell you this much, when she got that advance check in the mail, her eyes just got huge. She had never seen that amount of money or would never think she would get that amount of money herself. And when I read that part, I was like, good for her. She deserves it. She didn't have anything when she was little. She didn't really, she did it on her own growing up. I said she deserved that. So when I read back to the book and I think about it and I read what the critics read. And then, of course, I read the comments underneath what other people said. Of, I was like, what book did you read? Did you not get anything from that? She grew up from nothing. She grew up to be somebody. Not that she wasn't anybody, but that's the way people treated her. Like, because she was like, like I said, like an outcast. 
And she always had that feeling in her and she really wasn't confident enough because that's how people treated her. But like I said, but now when she, her book got published, now she's well known. Now everybody knows her name. You can say she was more respected that way. But of course, nobody other, of course, according to her, is what I read, no other opinion mattered because she did it on her own. And I said, good for her. So like I said, I see this book as inspirational because basically you can take, start from here and come out on top like she did. This was a very good read. Like I said, it was very inspirational to me. I know other people have other opinions about it, but that's what I got out of this. And Delia, thank you for writing this book. As I said before, I found this inspirational, and I look forward to reading some of your other works in the future. What do y'all think? Did you, If you happen to read this book, did you enjoy it? Did you get the same uh, perspective out of it? I want to know. If you haven't already, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Spill the Page. And feel free to leave me a comment. Leave me a, a message. How did you feel about this book? How did, did you get, like I said, the same perspective out of it as I did? If you had a different view, I'd want to know too. Please let me know. Again, as I said yesterday, I would make it up to y'all for not doing episodes the last two weeks. So here I am making it up. And I do hope you enjoyed this episode. And I look forward to hope, hopefully you listen to the next ones coming up for the coming week. Please subscribe to my channel if you have. And I want to say thank you for listening to my channel. Thank you for visiting my page here, my podcast. I greatly appreciate it. The link to my podcast is on my Twitter and Instagram account. Please feel free to click on it and go right to take you straight to my podcast page. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please stay tuned tomorrow for another great book and another great read. Until then... Remember, everybody, don't forget to read, read, read.